as a parent, we are a light for our kids. I know it was definitely the case. Cass and I felt that way with our kids and still do. And even though we know as parents that we can always get better and improve, it's important to recognize that we're already having an impact. You know, so trust that you are already a force of nature for your child. And and we really invite you right now to really take some time to let that sink in. You truly are the greatest gift for your child. How is it possible for a parent of a child with autism to become the superhero their child needs now? I'm Len. And I'm Cass. When our son was diagnosed with moderate to severe autism, we went all in. We spent over a decade learning everything we could on how we could transform to help our son thrive. And guess what? He's doing it. This year, he ran for class president. Each week on this podcast, we will be sharing the secrets needed for you to become the superhero your child needs. If you want to learn how to tap into your innate superpowers to help your child thrive, visit AutismParentingSecrets.com. Hello and welcome to Autism Parenting Secrets. This episode's being released during the holidays, so it's a great time for, you know, of course, for gift giving, giving and receiving, and it's so easy to lose sight over the fact that you, yes, you, even though you may not feel like it's true, you are the greatest gift. No doubt. You know, so much time and energy is spent on focusing on our kids. And, you know, we're all showing up to support them because they, we see that they need us. And we see, like other people cannot see, we can see their brilliance, their love, their wisdom. But we also see their opportunities to grow, you know, in addition to their strengths. And as we each play our own role and how we're going to do that the best we can, it's easy to lose sight over the fact that as a parent, we are a light for our kids. I know it was definitely the case Cass and I felt that way with our kids and still do. And even though we know as parents that we can always get better and improve, it's important to recognize that we're already having an impact. You know, so trust that you are already a force of nature for your child. And and we really invite you right now to really take some time to let that sink in. You truly are the greatest gift for your child. Know that that is absolutely true. And even though, yes, perhaps you can get stronger and better, you are absolutely enough now. You are a powerful force. Well, and think about it too, is like no one knows your child better than you do. And when you, you know, knowing your child as well that, you know, you do, you get to show up as you have many different parts of yourself. So right now you're playing all of these different roles and we're going to go through the roles as we see them, as they showed up for us. But it's so important for you to always remember that innate wisdom that you have because you know your child best and you are that you know, their home base, you know, and that's so important. And just in case you're actually thinking, well, wait, I really don't know what's best for my child. I mean, yes, there's doctors and there's specialists who are much more expert in certain topics or certain fields, but without a doubt for your child, what's truly a fit for them, nobody has that ability. And you may not be able to see it. You may not be able to, maybe you're not even recognizing it right now. But it's absolutely true that you are the single 
most important person in terms of who does know your child best. Nobody else comes close. It's so true. And making sure that you have that, I like to call it heart connection, that heart connection that a parent has for their child and that child has for their parent is so important to remember because I know you'll hear a lot of noise and there'll be a lot of interference and people will tell you everything that your child's not doing right, but your heart knows that truth. And this is why it's so important to tap into that innate wisdom and to, you know, as we're going to go through these different roles because it's so important. So the first role I just want to talk about is the cheerleader role. And because you know your child can improve, right? Having hope is that critical, critical piece to know what is possible for your child. And and these are roles we're going to talk about that you may not even be so readily aware of, right? These are things that you may be doing kind of subconsciously, but yes, cheerleader is absolutely one and it's an important role. Secondly, you know, you're truly a leader. And in this case, you're the most important leader. And by that, we mean that, yes, you can seek the advice of other people, other people who you feel opinions could be useful. But by being a leader, you refuse to take a back seat to anybody. Right. And if you want more on that, go listen to the episode we did on You're Your Child CEO, because that we went big on that because it is so important. Also for your child, you are the protector, right? You play defense for them. So you're, of course, safety is always that first, but you are that protector. You are taking care of them. Yeah. And I think a lot of us know that as parents, we're protectors, but, you know, especially when you have a child with a diagnosis like autism, being a protector and playing defense about anything that can set you or your child back becomes much more, it's magnified. Right. And that's where you just got to make sure that's not holding you back too. The idea of being a protector, absolutely. And just generally though, the other role is as a parent, you are the problem solver. And I mean, I so go back to the beginning when I entered my parenting role, I was so excited about having other people solve my problems for me, whether, you know, and doctors or whoever, because I didn't, you know, I questioned my own ability to make the right judgment call and totally deferred. So the idea of stepping into that role of I am the problem solver and I'm going to get curious about what's going on as opposed to getting really stressed. I'm going to get curious, try to see what's actually causing, whether it's behaviors or whether it's physical issues uh, that your child may be experiencing, but get curious and then determine by trusting your gut what could be useful, what could help, and then taking action. All that's you know bucketed under the idea of being a really good problem solver. And that's a role that you're playing now. And absolutely, we could all get better but it's a real important role. And this one for me happens all the time. And especially let's just say someone recommends you should do something for your child. Like if you haven't vetted that, like that is so key. Just don't take someone's word, really become that problem solver and own it. And if you don't own it, if you don't internalize it, there'll be a degree of angst, of stress because you haven't really embraced it and, you know, understood it or or bought in yourself to, uh, to the degree that your brain's going to require you to. And you're probably more likely to also maybe drop it because you don't understand it completely, right? The other role is doer, right? And this is you're doing what's required, but then you're also doing more. So what you know what you need to do. It's not someone else's rules, but you know in your heart. So my whole thing is every day I wake up 
And hey, am, am I being the best mom that I can be? And am I showing up for my both my kids as well as I can be? And am I missing something? Like, is there something I need to do differently? And then I can always have that ability to pivot and change. And this will go through, you know, forever because it's so important to be that doer uh, for wherever you're trying to go. Yep. And in here, if as you're acting as the doer, you know, this is where if you're doing anything that's inconvenient, that's the path least traveled that actually results in you getting a lot of judgment from a lot of people close to you. That's basically what it means to be a doer. Someone's going to do what's required, even if it's not popular. And then finally, you know, the other role is that you are operating as a courageous warrior. And what we mean by that is, you know, if you're a warrior and it's not a war against anything, it, it has no um, kind of uh, combative, you know, uh, or angry tones to it. Being a warrior is just somebody who is courageous and never gives up and who is skilled, who operates well. And that's where it goes back to the other roles of a problem solver and a protector. So that courageous warrior is how you become unstoppable and just move with great, great flexibility and resiliency. As well as ease, because that's the other piece of it. The whole goal of all of this, why we do what we do, is to make this feel easier for you, right? And it's really important to keep you know, these different parts top of mind because it's so easy to forget. And it's also easy to kind of fall back into patterns that you might have done or just defer to what someone else is saying or, oh my God, I'm just tired. I'm just going to take this shortcut because when you give yourself permission to do that shortcut, that's where the challenges happen, right? And it's easy to downplay your role, but you are having such important impact and it's so important to embrace this. Yeah, and if you do, if you do embrace it, then by feeling more grateful and more confident, you absolutely then pave the way for you to rise even higher. And yes, as you're doing all that, again, to then say, how am I being on a day-to-day -day basis? So how does this journey feel? Um, if you're feeling easier and lighter on this journey, it, a lot of people are kind of worried about that because it almost seems like you're giving up or you're getting lazy uh, or it would mean that you don't care. But the opposite is absolutely true. You know, if you can move forward confidently with less weight and more self-forgiveness, that is the way that on a day-to-day -day basis you can recharge your batteries. Right. And the key to that too is that self-trust piece that we talked about. All right. So things you can do today, mirror work, right? So look at yourself in the mirror, in the eye, and allow yourself to know how amazing you are. And if you're like me, like the, I love to give gifts. I don't really like to receive them, but this is for you. This is where you get to realize how amazing you are. So, and everything that you do matters. So give yourself permission to really look yourself in the eye and receive all the love that you deserve. And in addition to that very important exercise, and that can only be five, 10 minutes. It doesn't have to be really long. But on top of that, the next time that you're with your child, you know, can you really step into being really, really present and ask yourself the question, what is my child receiving from me, right? So you go in there without any goals, no expectations, but what is it like from their perspective? Are they receiving from you 
comfort or do they feel secure? Are they just feeling the love that you're exuding? Uh, or are they you know, feeling happy and alive because you're being playful and fun? So just really try to look at it as from my child's perspective, what are they getting from me? And the more you can bring your own awareness to that, the more you can see that all those things they're receiving from you, those are the gifts. And you absolutely can acknowledge them today and every day because those gifts are blessings. And yes, of course, we know your child is a wonder and your child is a gift too, but they are so blessed to have you as their parent. You are truly the gift. We are wishing you and your family a very happy and healthy and connected holiday season. Are you truly running on all cylinders to help your child thrive? Take our free assessment to get your Warrior Parent score today. Visit warriorparentcoaching.com score because your transformation is the greatest gift you can give your child.